Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back, companions, to the Lucky Die. Previously, Balance enjoys the high life as Ultana won't discuss Honorino's finer points. Having met with old friends and old allies, the charismatic team continue to attempt to make new alliances in a prickly political situation. Adding further stakes to their political game, Renala informs the table of allies that a rather large alarm has been tripped. Would the help of the Makers make a difference? Was it our people who tripped the alarm? And why are the Elves letting the Orcs into the Earth Dark? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. short saying that one of the alarms got tripped and a big one Ronaldo why don't you sit down and have yourself a drink you're you're shaking here relax for a little bit uh she she does so um she you know kind of like takes um the uh, the bottle of elven wine, uh, a really good vintage. Um, she pours a little into two glasses, into three glasses, um, and she kind of like nods and kind of begins to sip very slowly at it. Um, at this point, she kind of like, as she finishes like her first or a second sip, she looks over at the entrance and you can see that Jill is coming into the room. He looks around and makes a beeline towards Demi. And you see him whispering into her ear. To who? To Demi. Okay. And she looks very flustered. Well, as flustered as Demi can be, I guess. Um, as soon as he finishes and like leans back and like stares down at her, she begins to like talk very rapidly and like begin to move her arms in a very gesticulated way. Um, from where you guys are, you can see some of the runes on the back of her neck are beginning to glow a little bit. Um, and she kind of like stands up. That magical aura that she just tends to have is just like very begins to like ramp up a little um and it seems to be heading on that upwards trajectory can i get an aura read does this look like this is a escalation to a confrontation or does this look like demi's just excited 
I'm going to need that insight check. Uh, 21 insight. You're doing the aura read, right? Yeah. As you look over her and she begins to talk and, and like stands up, um, the kind of like the, the darkness that's in her aura um, just seems to like pulsate and get slightly bigger and begins to take over more of it. But you see kind of like the lighter side of it begins to like fight back a little bit. It seems to be losing. She is very agitated. Um, like everything seems to be like vibrating in a very odd, janky way. Um, and she seems to be getting very, yeah, very agitated and very concerned and you're not exactly aggressive, but like very like defensive. Okay. Um, telepathically, Balance is going to say to Demi, Demi, we've been... When you sent her a message, uh-huh. it's like you phoning someone, but Mr. Digit. Oh, I'm not getting any... Res- like, I'm not. There is through. not even like... Yeah, there's nothing. Okay. So Balance tries to make the connection and goes... Uh-oh. Uh... Uh-oh, what? Zoltana, I think you might be better suited for this. You may want to run interception on Demi right now. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, am I strong arming or pretend drunking? Best friending. Best friending. Calm down. Take it. Bring her down. Calm her. You got it. I'm going to get up and make a beeline for Demi with the biggest fake smile plastered on my face. <laughs> um, you make your way over and as you do, um, you catch like uh, her like midstream and she's like, I mean, where's Squash? Well, of course Squash is gone. Like he's feeling very, I think I told you originally. And you know, you're telling me that you were going to give him drag salve. Of course it's going to make him worse. Like, well, drag salve. Okay, fine. You're giving him that dream thing. Well, of course he's going to be upset. Of course she's going to like do weird and odd things. I mean, I don't know who set off this blooming arm. That's not exactly my fault. Be looking at me. There's plenty of missed people missing here. The lodge people are missing. Uh, the farmer, well, the farmer plus one person. And as she points at the plant plus one. Demi. Yes. Hey. And she looks at you and her eyes are just blacked over. Hey, Demi, what's going on? This gentleman, this excuse for gentleman, whatever the hell he is, because he is definitely not what he appears to be, at least. I mean, not everyone is here, but he definitely isn't. Really and you see, she'll just sort of like, <clears throat> he's informing me that something has gone off in the vault, and apparently it's my fault because Squash is missing, and he had something for Squash, and he's looking for Squash, but he can't find him. And I was just trying to politely point out to him there are other people missing who are also registered at being here, and it may not be any of their fault, so he should just back off and give us some room. What did you have for Squash? See, gentleman asked for some... Fuck, what's it called? Oh, this gentleman is asking for some God's dream, which, as I understand, is not exactly a drug, but uh, it is not the problem at the moment. Uh, please, if you would both just calm down and step outside, we don't need to have this conversation. Does that have to do with the dragon sand, Demi? No, with Godstream is a completely different drug altogether. Godstream just helps you go to sleep and it kind of gets you in contact with like various visions and things. And people assume that it kind of, as she's saying this, like this familiar kind of side conversation, like you can see that the color is beginning to return into her eyes and she's calming down a little bit. Um, she says, no, it kind of like allows you to have like dreams about things and perhaps you have like a shared grim experience kind of, well, it's not exactly true, but people try and believe this and I, uh, you know, it helps squash like sleep and get over his, some of his like withdrawal things that's going on. But it's a drug. Yeah. Well, if he has squash talk about it, it's not exactly a drug, but he's, yeah. Zoltana puts on her <laughs> best angry gangster face and turns it directly onto Shield. <laughs> oh. 
Okay. Let's go talk outside. She's not actually angry. She's just trying to distract the situation. Yeah. That is exactly what I have been asking the young lady. Please, step into the smaller conference room. Okay. I think we should leave Demi out of this. I think you and I need to have a conversation. And she cracks her knuckles menacingly. (laughs) Not, like, menacingly like she's going to punch you, but, like, she could punch you if you came to it. Like, casually cracking her knuckles. I need an intimidation. Listen, I am doing my best good fellow shit right here. Does does Zoltana get advantage because Demi's currently off her rocker with black eyes? Uh, sure, go for it. Okay, so that's a 25. You're welcome. Let me check what she'll can do. Genuinely, Demi is actually kind of terrifying. Demi, mm, yeah, mm. As you uh, do your best, Goodfellas impression of like, we should have a talk outside. Uh, leave Demi, let's leave Demi out of us. He looks at you, and he just kind of like raises a bit of an eyebrow because you know right now you're intimidating as fuck. He just is for you to walk outside into the hallway. Good. Okay. See, mistress, mistress Platon, I am sorry to have interrupted or uh, to have. Uh, cause you any undue harm but uh, a worry at least but you understand our concerns I will speak to Miss uh, Zoltana here and see what the where the situation lies well, and he, shit now I gotta come up with something to say yeah okay he he walks with you a little way into the hallway and he he looks down at you with a bit of a smile and he says it is not often that one comes across as uh, odd blooded as you it is very impressive she does a smile that I think would tend to be a little bit scary because her eyes are like flames right now. You ever see someone smile, but their eyes aren't smiling? That is what Sultana is doing right now. I wish I could do that as a person, but I cannot. Look, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on their face well. Yeah. So she smiles and it doesn't raise her eyes. And she's like, <laughs> oh, I amuse you. It is not often that uh, someone in my profession comes across mm, someone as bold and as intimidating as you. Really? You run a dueling club? He smiles. Yes. So, I guess you are the more level-headed Demi is hothead. I am well aware of this. Yeah, she's not going to be a time to have a conversation with if you piss her off for sure. So, uh, what's going on? No, she is not. There was a tripping of the silent alarm down in the vaults where we keep. What does that have to do with us? There was a silent alarm tripped night uh, night before she left and we did not see her companion. And now the first night here, again, silent alarm gone off. And we cannot find, uh, we cannot find Squash. We cannot find any of the members of the lodge. It is not the first time that Mistress Bloodhorn has broken some of the rules here. Right. Well, look, I can't speak for Demi breaking any rules before, but as for Squash, 
who the fuck knows where he is? Probably lying in a fucking stupa somewhere. I didn't want to bring it up in front of Demi, but dude has a serious problem with dragon sand. And I did see him get some from someone. I assume they were hotel staff, but you know how kids are. I'm gonna need a deception check. I can't get you any further without making you roll one of those. I'm sorry. Dear God, please. <sighs> oh, 19. Team Charisma. None of my stuff would have given him anything without passing through me first. I said I thought it might have been hotel staff. Doesn't mean it was. I don't know all your employees. All I'm saying is the guy got dragon sand when he got here and now he's probably fucking passed out somewhere. Maybe you're by your fucking silent alarm. Who the fuck knows? I don't even fucking know <laughs> where that is. So my point is... It is very far down beneath uh, the servants quarters. It is where we keep most of our very mm, rare and very powerful artifacts. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But... My point is fucking Squash is a fucking drug addict and he's probably fucking passed out somewhere and high. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let me put it like this, Miss Thunderheart. We are going to conduct a, a thorough search of the castle. We shall sweep everything from top to bottom. And if we do not find... Anyone we cannot find evidence of, we shall be putting them on a very good chance they are suspect. Look, that sounds fair to me. I mean, if someone's trying to steal your shit, that's not great. But I know my friends and they're not thieves. So I won't make you roll again. <laughs> You're going to make me roll again? I, I won't. I won't make you roll again. I can't. <laughs> Look, I was thinking of Raw when I said it because I would never yeah. consider him a thief even though he's technically stealing something right now. Yep, that's that's okay. Um, well, he's employing Raw and Pintor. Well, not Pintor, I guess, because Pintor's right there. No, but he, he's I'm right here, right? I'm Pintor, yeah. Hi. Um, no, we shall, we shall, yes, uh, we shall conduct a thorough search of castle and if we do not find people we will consider them suspects and unfortunately if uh, Mistress Bloodhorn over there her guest now her plus one is missing uh, we shall have to inform the rest of the witches society that one of their members has uh, caused problems here we do not like problems here the point is it's supposed to come here chat like grown adults and then leave with better plans for our futures but I gotcha. No, I completely understand. That makes a lot of sense. And listen, if you find someone, I am happy to interrogate them. And again, smile that does not reach your eyes with teeth. Yeah, he he's he's he smiles back. Um, please make your way into the uh, dining room. Get your companion settled down, and we shall uh, conduct our search. Okay, you got it. And then she's going to go sit in the dining room next to Balance. Can you use your mind thing to talk to Bellos? By the way, she's leaning into you as if she's kind of flirting with you. Bellos? Sure. Ask him to come over here in about two to five minutes. And don't act like anything's weird or anything. Just tell him Zoltana asked. Actually, that might not be a good idea. Well, actually, I guess he doesn't know if Pintor can use mind whatever. So I guess it's fine. Yeah. I have a plan. 
I have a plan. She kind of like leans into you a little bit closer and is like, so the plan is because our friends have been sussed. Understood. Hold your, hold that thought. So Balance is going to telepathically communicate with Belos and say, Zoltana has asked me to instruct you that in roughly three to five minutes, make your way over here where she is currently sitting. But try to be inconspicuous about it. You just, uh, as you kind of like look over there, maybe glance over there or whatever it is, you just see him nod his head like he's thinking and nodding to himself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. Um, Demi is sitting at your table. Um, she hasn't said a word since she sat down. Um, she's just looking around and from your aura sight on her, she's trying to regain control and some sort of composure as much as Demi has composure. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, she's she's trying to chill. Okay. Yeah, uh, a minute or two later, Belos comes over and, and joins you all. Hey, Belos. Remember what we were talking about earlier and I said I might need your help? Yes, I remembered that we probably shouldn't be speaking to a lad about some sort of things. And he kind of gives you a big smile. Well, it's not that specifically, but you know how we were talking about how you can... And she leans in in another way that looks natural, like they're friends talking and not like they're conspiring about something... And she laughs loudly and she goes, no, no, it's not about that. It's about the magic I was talking about with you that you could do the disguising magic. Yeah, of course. Can you make yourself look like Ral? No. What can you make yourself look like? I can change certain aspects of my appearance or I can change my entire body, but... I could turn into a bat or a rat or a cat or a gecko. But you can't look like another person. No. That is not how some of these spells work. And Demi nods in agreement. He gives her a bit of a side glance and returns back to looking at Zoltana. Demi and Zoltana kind of leans forward like she's going for the salt shaker. You can make people look like other people, right? Uh, she she kind of like looks up and like shakes her head a little bit and she says, yeah, I can. I can make most of you look very, very different. Can you make people look like Squash and Ral? I'm just going to check her spell very carefully because I think she can. Yes. She nods. Uh, actually, she looks at you and she says, Rao, I can make some of you look like Rao, but I can't make you look like Squash. I can take a foot either way. Yes, I can make you a foot taller if it's smaller. Appear to be a foot taller if it's smaller. Squash is too small. Would it matter if the person was lying down as if some covers or something? No, it's not. No. No, I mean like, okay, everybody try to look like you're enjoying dinner. Balance is currently enjoying dinner right now. He is enjoying Balance his food. Um, Renala, Renala is not really eating very much, but she's trying to force herself through it. Um, Sultana takes a swig of ale and she says, my plan is because he said that if they don't find our friends, they're going to be suspects in a thing that happened that is absolutely not their fault. And she gives a look to Demi. 
And I know they're all out there partying hard somewhere, but I don't want to go find them. So my thought is we could make other people look like them and then they won't be suspects and you won't get in trouble, Demi. I can cover uh, but squash. My thought for squash is that I kept talking about how he was probably laying somewhere high. So I was thinking if we made it look like he was tucked under the covers, conked out on dragon sand. You see Demi's eyes roll back in the hardest manner as I go through all her spells. Let me see if we've got anything appropriate. Because she has seeming, so she can make you all look something real weird. No, she's got nothing that would do that. Wait! Illusion wizards can make real random shit like real, right? Um, level 14 illusion wizards can. They get an ability where if they create an illusion of any sort, they can make it real for, like, ever. Okay, I'll, I'll rephrase that. He can make a really detailed illusion with sound, right? Wizards? Uh, illusion wizards? Let me pull up my player's I believe there's some... I believe there's some fuckwittery with uh, illusion schools where they can make sounds and uh, illusions. They can have minor illusion where they can do both uh, visual and sound at the same time. Um, at sixth level, they can take an illusion spell of, with a duration of a minute or longer and use an action to change the nature of it. Um, and then illusory self, they can... Uh, no, that's a defensive thing. Level 14, they can make their illusions real. Yep. For one minute. For right. one minute, it becomes absolute real. Uh. Better sort of like leans forward a little bit and he says I have a spell I could probably make it look like your friend Squash but I need a really good image of him Would something like this work? And Balance is going to like kind of under the table uh, but like in casual conversation like he's using his hand to gesture do a minor illusion yeah, yeah. in his hand of what Squash looks like He looks down um, like he drops like a fork off the table Butterfingers uh, leans down, like, picks up, really carefully studies the image, and he sits up again and he says, I can probably do it. Okay, so we gotta do this, otherwise, some things that are gonna happen that ain't gonna be good. I will probably have to do this now. Uh, I need to be, I think, inside. Uh... Yeah, it's gotta be inside. Uh, I would have to go up to. Uh, I will go to the fourfold rooms. I will get something set up. Uh, squash. Um, does anybody know what he? Anyone imitate his voice? I don't think we need a voice. I think we just pretend he's fucked up on drugs and can't talk. Asleep, knocked out. I've got this. Okay. Uh, just in case. Uh. Balance is going to uh, dismiss the illusion like as soon as he was done looking at it, yeah. and then do another quick minor illusion and have the sound of uh, Squash's voice whispering in his ear, just so he has a rough idea of what Squash sounds like. Okay, yeah, that's that's totally doable. Um, just as a backup, and... like this is not the first resort, but if he needs to do voice, <laughs> he has yeah, a general yeah. idea. Um, Can you make yourself look like Ral? Balance nods and he says. Uh... I got it. I can make myself look like Ral. I've seen him before. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen him before. Seen him fight. 
okay, perfect. And I don't know. I feel like, what do we think about the whole thing with Christopher? Because I feel like I'm missing something, so I'm going to go do my side. And I, can... I will stay here and pretend to be angry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can certainly, uh, well, my, my stomach is bothering me a little bit. Maybe it's best if I do step out and just uh, go retire for a little bit. Uh, if they are conducting a search of the halls, perhaps we should uh, bypass uh, where she lives. Just kind of like gives you like a shoulder shrug of like, at least you're seen. <laughs> okay, this way. Okay. Uh, Belos, who looks a little bit out of his depth, uh, gets up. He looks around, uh, gives everyone a quick scan and, and makes his way out of the room. Um he, he makes his way up to the the fourfold room and whether or not he carries out his designated thing um, and whether he pulls it off is more important um, yeah okay um, alright so yeah. what am I doing because it sounded like I said a thing but maybe not so much me being Christopher you need to be seen as Christopher mm. at least by shill yeah Renala, are you able to do any sort of magic? She looks at you and says, not this kind of level. What are you able to do? I'm primarily a bard. It's mostly what I do. I, I need exacts, Renala. This can be important. Now let's have a look at my list, shall I? Because what you think is important, what I think is important is very different. I'm it's okay, Renala. We could go around and talk about how weird-looking Pintor's dick is. Excuse me? It's times like this that I really... Fine, no more snoo-snoo for you, obviously. <laughs> I can find plenty of other dwarves to do it with. Clearly. I'm not doing it with us. Uh, I, can, I can get truth. I can inv- make someone invisible. Uh... Usual bard stuff. Laughter, sprays, unseen servants, magic missiles. Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Are you seriously just going to sit and write down all her goddamn spells? No, run that by me again, though. You were going too fast and I missed it. Invisibility, sign of truth, hideous laughter, color spray, unseen servant, magic missile, burning hands, alarm, thunder wave, fairy fire. Healing word, cure wounds, and all the cantrips. Renala, why are you so fucking combat based? Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't bow down to your majesty's version of what I should be. That was out of character. (laughs) I wasn't saying that in character. But you're good at lying. Of course. Good. Well, in that case, uh, and then balance in like a more normal tone of voice so that anybody that was that tries to eavesdrop probably would just hear it anyways. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to retire to my chambers for a bit. Uh, my stomach seems to be a little bit upset. think I may uh, try to lay down and relax for a little bit, maybe take a bath or something. Renala, would you attend me, please? Of course, my lord. She gets up. She kind of pulls the chair out. <laughs> she stand up. <laughs> As you like walk away, she pushes it back, starts following you along. Um, Demi uh, whispers into your minds and into Zoltana's that she can appear to be Ral 
uh, she can do that. It's just seeming. Understood. She's about the right height. I thought what's his name was doing that. No, he's uh, he's uh, helping the illusion of squash. She can't actually maintain okay. both. I looked at it. Yeah. Okay, well, I will stay here and be angry. <laughs> that is probably the most apt description, description of Zoltana you've ever made. <laughs> you just need to be Zoltana. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I'm going to go up back up to the Dathrodea room. Of course. Uh, step in and then uh, probably wait a few minutes um, and then swap over, put the ring on so that I look like Christopher. Yeah, uh, you definitely would have passed Jill, who seems to be directing a lot of people's go search a lot of places. And as you as you are actually up towards the uh, the um, as you're up towards the sleeping rooms, you can tell that uh, there is definitely increase in the amount of people. Um, you don't know whether the Daffodil rooms have been searched or not, but no one interrupts you in the short time that you are there. Um, does it look like they have interrupted into the um, the lodge room yet? You couldn't tell. Can I perhaps inquire? Not really, or not inquire, but can I try to see if they have or if they've, uh, if they're in it right now or? Uh, if you go to the lodge room, um, there is someone who is coming out of it right now and you see the servant just like locking up behind them. Okay. As the servant's coming out, uh, balance is just going to, is everything all right? Are you Christopher or are you Pintor? Pintor still. Okay. Yeah, everything seems to be fine. And so I can help you with your majesty. No, just uh, was a little bit concerned. There seems to be a lot of people suddenly all about here. I do, is there something I need to be worried about? Nothing to worry about, just some routine checks. We had a bit of a scare on the perimeter, apparently, so we're just making sure that no one has snuck in who shouldn't be. Understood. All right, well... uh Good luck with your search then. Um, I'll be in my chambers. Can you just make sure that nobody disturbs me? I have a bit of an upset stomach. I think I'm going to retire for the evening or just relax anyways. It's the only thing I can bring you, Your Highness. Um, perhaps we can have one of our chefs or one of our uh, alchemists might be able to mix you up something to settle that stomach of yours. That's quite all right. I do appreciate the offer, but uh, nothing like a good good nap shouldn't help with. Well, I say <laughs> nap, meditation. Of course. Have a good evening, Your Majesty. And they continue on about their way. Okay. Um, Balance is going to memorize the amount of steps needed as uh, from here to where the Dathrodea room is. Mm-hmm. Go into the Dathrodea room. Wait a few minutes. Put the ring on. And then uh, how far away was the Dathrodea room from where that room was? Uh, probably a fair this, distance for about three or four minutes. That I I need more than that. You need to ask. Tell me what you're looking for. I need to teleport. Yes, you can teleport. Like you. <laughs> well, I don't know which one I'm using. I don't know how far away it is. I don't do distances, dude. Tell me which of the ones you're looking at, and I'll tell you which one would be <sighs> more appropriate. Like I I don't know feet. I don't know inches. This is a problem we've had from the start, and I've never hidden it. Like you need to tell me what you're looking to use. <laughs> Your choice that you can see within 60 feet. No. Okay. That's not going to work then. I can't see. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. All right. So apparently, 
none of my abilities at all remotely function like Dimension Door does, where I don't need to see as long as I direct a fucking distance. So I can't teleport. Um, you could, if you're just putting the disguise on, just walk past a different servant. Like, yeah, I just need to be very careful about that. Uh, yeah, you just need to be seen. That's it, really. Just don't don't get caught coming out of the room. Um, to wit, Ranala says, like, I, I can always just look before we leave. That's fair. And I'll just I'll just go and have a look, make sure the corridor is clear, and then I'll walk back into this room and let you out. Like, All right. I'll, I'll go scout. I'll come back when the coast is clear, and then I'll just stay in this room for a little bit. Sounds like a plan. All right. She goes off. About ten minutes later, she comes back. That's coast a long time. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people up here. Just go quick. Okay. He slips the ring on and he goes. Uh, she closes the door and from the other side, we just see Renala just like sink down onto the floor behind the door. Like, this is so stressful. This is so bloody stressful. Welcome to my life. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sultana, what do you want to do? So I'm in the kitchen. No, <laughs> <laughs> you are in the dining room. Um, there is a very quiet Demi sitting next to you. Um, and then everyone else who is in the dining room is still in the dining room. Um, like no one from any other delegations have come and gone or anything like that. Okay. Um, oh, Demi's not in the dining room. Demi's in the dining room. She's just sitting very quietly at the moment. I thought she was going upstairs to be Ral. She will, but she's not going right now. It may be a bit convenient if, like, three people get up and leave and then three new people appear. Like, she wants to bypass that. That's fair. V, V, very important detail I need to make sure I clarify before I forget. While I'm in the Dathrodir room, just before I leave, um, I'm actually going to use a side point and I'm going to drop one of my anchors. Yes, good point. um, In the Dathrodir room, just so that if for some reason I need to get the fuck out. Yep, yep, GTFO is possible. You have an exit point. Yeah, because it only takes one side point and I can I can chain a few of those. Yeah. So like I'm just gonna drop the one in the Dathrodir room so we have our escape if we need. Yep. Alright. Yes. So you have a very quiet demi in the room waiting for a good time to get up and go and change into Rao. Um but yeah, everyone else, all the other representatives are here. Um anything you wanna do, anything you wanna say, anything you wanna suss out. Um Oh boy, do I? I want to go talk to my old friend, Father Caldare. Wait, Father Caldrain. Caldrain. Oh, 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 we're oh, we're doing that. Okay. Oh boy, are we? Caldrain. Oh, all right. Well, I'm not there, so it's perfect. Um, <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. I waited until you left to talk to the guy. <laughs> now, now I'm, I'm going to go say what I want to say. Not to do. Okay. Um, Would so- you expect any less from Zoltana? Father Caldrain is now at this point like sitting on his own and enjoying uh, like a, a vegetarian meal um, and he's he's happily just eating away <laughs> enjoy that happiness while you got it bro <laughs> yeah so yeah Father, Father Caldrain is sitting there eating alone um, enjoying his meal enjoying his vegetarian meal and he kind of like looks up uh, I assume you are you making your way over to him I assume oh yeah yeah um 
He looks up and he he smiles very warmly at you. Um, puts his knife and fork down exactly as he'd picked them up. Um, and he he stands up and he he smiles at you. Um, puts his arms forward to like uh, grab both of your uh, your hands and his as you approach. It's been a very long time. Hey, father, how are you? Uh, could it be better? Could be better. Not going to lie. Please sit down. Very surprised to see yourself here. I am very sorry to hear about your lady. It's been a few years now, hasn't it? Yeah, and it still feels fresh, like it was two weeks ago or something. Of course, of course. Never seen anyone look happier the day that she married you. Still, I'm very surprised to see you here. I'm a guest of the Witcher Society. Now I'm even more surprised. How did you come to know such a interesting young lady? Well, you know how me and Odette and everybody were going to save the world? Well, now I'm literally trying to save the world, and that's how I met Demi. So, if you're here representing the Witcher Society, what is it, uh... Was it it that they want from this gathering? What information do they have to share? We're just trying to suss out who we can count on for help during when it comes to the whole saving the world from the apocalypse thing. Of course, of course. Well, their faith is always ready to do what is needed, especially at times when our gods are dying. Stability of the world goes right out of the window, so to speak. I've been terrified for ages. It's going to be one of the triad next. Yes, there's all we with the triad broken. We face a very grim world indeed, but of course, uh, any follower of any god would say a similar thing. Yeah, I know some people who follow. What the fuck is his name? Savras. Savras. <laughs> Yeah, I know some people who follow Savras, and it's been hard for them. Yes, of course. We felt that loss immensely. Um, all their losses, of course. We just... <laughs> the triad, at least, most of the other faiths agree. We just want to stop... Stop the gods dying. The stability of the world is at fate, uh... Even if we manage to stop this oncoming apocalypse, whatever it is, this dark shadow that Savras warned us of, uh, if there is no stable world, once we've defeated it, it's not a world worth living in. We lost a fair few of our numbers when the temple broke apart. The temple broke apart? Wait, do I know this? No. The temple broke apart? When did that happen? When the last god died. When the world itself began to lose its cohesion. Who was the last god that died? Lyria. God of Joya. Oh. You know, I've been worried, especially because of the pattern that it's been with the gods that have died. It's almost tactical, isn't it? I'm worried that Ilmeda might be next. As are we. With Ilmeda gone... Tyr and Tom would have uh, Ometa taught Tyr 
how to be slightly fairer, slightly more just. And Torm is, as we know, just a rampage waiting to happen. We worry also. Zoltana, I'm going to be very honest here. We are here where one wants to stop the gods dying. And we are willing to help and ally ourselves with anyone who actually is going to help us do that. We can't afford to waste our resources on a dead end. The world can't afford that. Hopefully these talks will lead to something better, a better plan. But if that doesn't come out, I've been instructed to offer my help to someone who will be able to use it. That includes all of our clerics, our paladins, our rangers, our wizards, our divine sorcerers, our divine warlocks. People who are useful at hunting things down. People who are very good at fighting. People who can get us to places we need to go. Offer them to me. Casey, take the mother of persuasion checks. At advantage. I got a non-natural 20 the first time anyhow. Got a filthy, filthy 20, did you? I also want you to know that when you started talking about Elmater and Tyr's relationship, I, Casey, started tearing up. So I assume that Zoltana did too, because Tyr and Elmater's relationship sounds kind of familiar. He reaches across and he puts his hand on your wrist, uh, puts his hand kind of like circling your wrist and he says, We will offer them to you, Sultana. Not under anyone else's care. Not under anyone else's direction. Yours. And I will direct them towards saving the gods and saving the world. Where do you want us? Falsam. He nods and he says, The dueling is tomorrow. You have our voice there. Have you seen Tuck and Elise? He shakes his head. Not for a very long time, not since Sadet. No. I saw them recently, and they were going back to get help from you guys with the exact same purposes. Understood. If you go back to get the rest of everybody, maybe they'll be there, and then they can tell you exactly where to go, because it's underground, and it's a little weird. Of course. We will... We'll make our way there and we'll interact with who we need to. We'll, we'll find our way there. If not, we'll be somewhere in Falsam for you. There's a temple down there where we're keeping the troops. I assume you tell him how to get there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he takes the information. Um, he gives you a big hug, a kiss on the cheek. Um, are, and he you, says, are you telling them about the Kino thing? Or there's, you know kino races down there oh yeah probably i'll i'll let him know about everything uh, i'll tell him that they're my friends that followed the savras because actually you basically fill him in on like the savras uh army yes okay uh he takes it in stride he may be a little bit phased at one point but he takes it in stride um Yes, he he doesn't understand it, but he goes with it. God accepts um, all. You, yes, and and also you know, Zoltana has his has the followers of the triad. 
whatever she says as long as she isn't a fool all right he actually gets up and leaves um you see him talking to jill who is a little bit flustered um and essentially you you see him you see um the father make his way off towards where the teleportation circle is um yeah uh my god casey congratulations <laughs> sultana has just won the triad i guess <laughs> i have my good own job, personal army sultana. that will answer to nobody but me yeah good good job as long as you don't fuck up <laughs> as long as you're not a damn fool <laughs> all right uh okay uh at this point um balance has probably come back um as you come down balance can you take a perception check for me please sure quite uh, no problem uh, sorry uh christopher could you take a perception check for me please? I, I got a 19 okay um you hear Jill talking to some of uh the servants and you also notice that amongst the servants that he is sort of addressing after you see the father just leave towards the direction of the teleportation room um you see that some of the people he's addressing are clearly guards um you've never seen them inside the building before but Pintor oh. would have filled you in on the details that he saw guards like sort of outside um okay and they seem to be having a very rapid fire conversation. Um, Jill is talking very, very quickly, but his order seemed to be like instantly. Um, and he's looking at a, a small piece of paper and you hear him say, um, some of you will have to go now. You still have to go down to the town, assess what is going on and send us a message back immediately through sending whatever it is. Make sure I am told. If more reinforcements are needed, we will send them down. But for now, we will send what guards we can. Seems to be too much going on all at once. It is getting a much longer day than yesterday. Go. Uh, now. And you see the guards as one turning shoot off. Um, yeah. Christopher is going to approach Jill and say, I'm sorry, it sounds like you have need for a brave adventurer such as myself. He gives kind of like a wink, like, is is everything all, all right? Uh, no, it would appear that the small port village, a uh, place called Sanctum, is seemingly under attack. Uh, so attack? We, yes, it is our... It is our duty to provide them with protection, so we have to send someone. Who, who yes. would be attacking here? That seems a little... I do not know, to be perfectly honest, which is why we are sending people down. But, uh, uh, that is not a concern for the Lodge. Uh, that's not a concern for this evening. We have it very much under control. We have a patrol of people and a small detachment to deal with exactly this situation. It should not affect your stay here. You should be able to uh, enjoy the fruits of the dueling just as any other time. Please. Uh, it is a concern for the the club, not a concern for yourself. I appreciate it, uh, and then kind of like in a lower voice, just uh, between you and me, I'm actually uh, quite tired. I think I would like to just relax and have something to eat and drink. I think that sounds quite wonderful. But I have to keep up appearances, you know. But, <clears throat> brave adventure. <clears throat> yes, I'm sure your boss <laughs> would probably appreciate you at least uh, turning up. Uh, speaking of, where is your boss? Mr. Uh, Mr. Rajak? You know, I'm... Sorry, not... Rajak. Probably, yes, probably best to just uh, leave out the prefix. Mm. That's the word. Um, Salutation. Not... What? Salutation. Sure. That Yeah, that word. 
Um, you know, I'm I'm not 100% sure. I kind of was, uh, I may have helped myself a little bit to the, uh, it was, I think it was halfling water. Or yes, the Adli, uh, halfling vodka. Yes. Uh, please, uh, they're they are serving uh, chicken and uh, zaki, uh, not cutlet and uh, something else, a bass, I think, caught on the line this morning. Everything you just said sounds wonderful. Uh, thank you. It is. Okay. Um, at this point, it's been about three and a bit hours. Um, at what point does this turn up? In a little bit. In a little bit. It's fine. Um, as you enter the room, uh, Demi just like basically gets up and leaves. Um, she motions to Zoltana as she's making her way back to the table. That uh, I'm just going to go pretend to be the other person from the lodge and then I'll be back. Keeping out of things. Um, she also kind of like as she kind of like leans down and hugs you she whispers like I'm getting really worried it's been about three hours and I know we're not supposed to panic at this point because Squash told us not to panic but I'm beginning to worry especially because I've been tripped and I I think we may need to go after them fairly soon I don't know if that's wise but I'll defer to you in balance Uh, am I sitting at the table right now? yeah uh, you can probably very, very very like just catch it out of the old man ears that you have Okay, so I, I joined them at the table and pro- because I established that Christopher is a little bit of an asshole, he probably grabbed someone's drink or something and just starts drinking a little bit. You just continue drinking the wine you were before. <laughs> this is quite good. I don't know who whose drink this was, but uh, oh well. There's plenty more, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Demi, then- Demi gets up and makes her way out. Unless you are trying to grab her. No, attention. no, no, no. Before, before she goes, he's like, wait, 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 no, 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 wait, wait. Yeah. So, I just heard from Jill that apparently the port town here is actually under attack. So right. they're diverting like a good portion of their their guard force right now. Okay. So, like, if there's a time where we need to go down there, it's going to be probably as soon as their second batch of guards go. So if you want to keep an eye out, as soon as that second batch goes, we can probably go without facing nearly as much resistance. I have placed an anchor down in my room. So if we need to get an extraction going and get out, I can get us out. I'll keep an eye out. As soon as I see them go, I will I will drop Rouse disguise and I will let you guys know that we are good to go. Okay. We'll we'll meet under we'll meet under the stairs. Yes. Squash showed me where everything was. I did one trip to him to the door. I know where everything else is, so I can probably get him that phone. I know some of the traps that he told me about. Everything else is going to be completely new. Okay. Oh, God, I really wish they were okay. And uh, you see her kind of, like, wipe her, her forehead. Like, you can see, like, she's always hot anyway, but she genuinely looks like she's sweating. She's she's worried. Um, but she, she gets up and makes her way. You see her talking with Jill a little. Um... And they seem to be having a conversation. She's basically saying that she, you know, she doesn't feel well, and she's just going to go, go lay down and get some sleep. This is, this is just too much of a weird day for her. Um, yeah, she- <laughs> welcome to every day for us. Welcome, yeah, welcome to every day for us. Welcome to the last fifty-six days. <laughs> welcome to the last eighty episodes. Welcome, strangers. Welcome to the lucky die. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the welcome, lucky Jill. die, Demi. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, Demi, Demi goes off. Um, probably about fifteen twenty minutes later, um, she comes back down as 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 Raoul. Um, she nods to Jill. 
who again is just completely flustered trying to get people coming in and out you know he's receiving servants telling people that they've seen this person has seen that person um you're seeing lots of guards coming in out and delivering reports and you see them like again going off um so fake ral has made his appearance he looks exactly as normal ral um wearing his hoodie um because demi doesn't that's how demi remembers him uh sleek gorgeous looking you know maybe a little bit more square jaw than previously but no one who isn't well, wouldn't know that um and she she kind of like sit, he comes she yeah the dem, dem, the the fake Raoul comes and sits down next to uh christopher oh there you are i got lost a little bit out of uh hand with the the halfling vodka it's it's fine don't worry about it. don't worry about it Raoul talks like this doesn't he it, he always seems very happy Wait, that's that. That is not him. Hang on. Uh, uh, that is not no. Wait. Maybe it's, just don't talk. This m- it may- might be a little, little, little more difficult than I thought. Oh, no, I would just not. This is not going to work very well. Oh crap! It's not what I'm doing. It's okay. Just don't. You just don't. Don't. Let let if if anybody needs to talk, let me do the talk. He, uh, like uh, fake row leans across into like whispers in very quiet. Like, uh, like Demi doesn't need to do that. Um they kind of like sit and like begin to like try and figure out how to drink and realize they don't know how to drink anything as a fake dragonborn and puts the glass back down and they just like send a message to, to balance saying like if anything happens power play just uh just just make it like Rao doesn't ever have to talk because you're doing all the talking for him because Rao is so good he doesn't need to talk okay oh boy this is gonna be more difficult than I thought no no no, no. all right all right l- l- listen all right here's uh, telepathically anyways he's gonna say okay listen so if anybody starts engaging in any sort of conversation with you, I'll try to take over and hold the conversation. If they really start hammering trying to have a conversation with you, just start to look super flustered. If you can change your appearance and make it seem like you start to get a bloody nose, just just start panicking a little bit and I will I will step in and say, "Oh, he he's it's his his disease, he's having problems and then we'll leave." Okay? All right. You instantly see like a little bit of fake blood dripping out of fake No, 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 not now, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Good like this, th- yes? Yes, good. Just hey, not not, hey. not right now, but good. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. You can do this. Demi, Demi, you can do this. I believe in uh, you. I know, I know. Other things are my mind. It's fine. We're good, we're good. Good job. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. Demi, Demi, as fake Ralph just kind of like looks around and makes it look like she's cutting things up, but she's she's not imbue, imbibing anything because she doesn't know how to eat with like this illusion on her <laughs> because nothing works in her mind. She's never been a dragon. Balance so is all super new to her. Balance she's is trying, trying to, to hide his bafflement at the fact that he is now having to simultaneously try to deal with his own <laughs> fake bullshit self while having to reassure <laughs> the leader of the fucking witches society who is way stronger than he is, but somehow he's doing fine. <laughs> this is very You're not very pretending weird. to be a dragonborn. No. No, but it's not. Is not pretending to be a person that actually exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balance this is, is a, a little bit more This is a known identity. Apparently. This, this is a known identity. Uh, yours is a illusion identities. Um, so she's, she's struggling a little bit. She also That's has true. other things on her mind, uh, maybe other things in her mind, so who knows. Um, okay. How do I make this work? Is there anyone else that you guys want to go talk to before I chuck the last bit of plot at you? God, no. 
no, I just want to tell Balance that I have my own personal army. <laughs> what are you? You want to flex that you have your own army? <laughs> what are you? Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to be like, so, uh, Christopher, I talked to the father. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Y- yes. Oh, my God. You are. Okay. And she leans in like she's flirting with you and she touches your arm. I'm I'm not into dwarves, please. Uh, oh, my God. I'm gay. I know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm very confused right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm trying to tell you something important. I... I don't understand. I I know I'm a silver. I know I'm a silver fox, but please. I'm going to murder you, Balance. Who? <laughs> I'm not that senile. That's not my name. Zoltana does her scary smile that doesn't reach her eyes and is like, I'm trying to tell you something important. So can you stop fucking around for five seconds? Can Can you talk a little bit quieter, please? She's talking quiet. <laughs> Yeah, she's... I'm talking kind of loud, but... Asterix whispers, Asterix. Yeah, we're stage whispering. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're stage whispering. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Zoltana's not that stupid, dude. Listen, I was told to make power plays. I'm making plays on everybody tonight. I'm going to break your hand if you fucking... I I love you too. Polly's going to explode in a minute. (laughs) As, As you say. I talked to the father and I got us the entire triad temple as an army, uh, but they're only going to answer to me and they're headed to Falsam right now. Okay. Did you tell them everything? Yeah, basically. And they were okay? Yeah. With that? Yeah, I can't see why they wouldn't be. Because racism is a very inherent issue in society. Okay, yeah, that's true. But and on the religion. other hand, you know, the they want to stop the gods from dying, and so do the Savras people. Have you heard of the Crusades? <sighs> Which ones? The first Crusades? I think the end of the world makes people crusades. see things a little differently. There were many Crusades. Well, that's that's good. Um, that's very good. That's one less thing that we need to worry about. Wonderful. That's all I had. All right. <laughs> Demi was talking job. to the I'm... farmers. What? Demi was talking to the farmers. Farmers? Yeah. Um, fake growl points over at the uh, young drow woman uh, that you noticed walking in earlier. Uh, oh. that Demi went over to speak with um, <laughs> and fake fake Raul continues like Demi said that they wanted help that they needed help to make more food to make things easier to move from A to B because they are getting attacked and if there is no food people will die how cool Demi wanted to help them she thought it was a good idea <laughs> because an, a hungry army is an angry army you should see orcs when they're hungry. <laughs> they are very scary. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, that is definitely clever. I, I appreciate that, actually. That's very good. I know. Demi is very smart. <laughs> okay. Um, 
at this point, Renala has turned up. She looks a little confused about what the hell is going on, but she sits down. Uh, she sees a lot of chaos going on behind her. Um, you guys are somewhere like somewhere between three and a half and four hours after Team Sneak went on their heist. Balance will um, uh, telepathically fill Renala in on what's been going on with the attack on the town. and Yeah, yeah, that's a bold plan. Good plan. And she says, uh, uh, might be another little problem. I think we need to move now. And she lifts her arm up and she puts it on the table. And wrapped around her left arm is Nipped. And she looks at Nipped, she looks at Christopher, and she says, Oh. This is the person you're actually looking for. Uh, tell him what you told me. Balance puts a hand out. Uh, Nipped reaches across and wraps around your wrist, wraps around up your arm. And you see his dark kind of green scales. You see every couple of, like, you know, like how, like, on, like, uh, like on the inside of, like, trains, you have those things and they scroll across with a message? Yep. Basically, his scales are doing that with oh. a message. Okay. I know. I thought about it the other day when I was on the train, I'm like, oh, it's red. Um, okay. And the message reads, things went bad and we are stuck. Don't lie to the old man. Be careful. Be quiet. I love you. And Things that is bad. the end of the 20-word message. Hello, everyone. It's Ral. Hello. Yes, I'm Ral. I'm so happy. I'm always happy about things because I am Ral and I have a big smiley face. Right. So we want to say thank you to everyone who has auditioned. You did very well. And there are so many good people and it's going to be very, very difficult for us to work out who is going to be um, the new people in Bogren's backstory, which we have to thank all of our patrons for, including Garrett McClure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping us and being a patron and everything. If you want to help us out, you could leave us a review on Stitcher or iTunes or the place they call Podbean. There are lots of places. Anywhere you can leave a review, please do it. It helps us out immensely. So thank you everyone for this joining. Thank you for listening and thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a side note, you'll probably want to know that because we recorded Team Sneak uh, first, Neil Note was uh, present when we recorded Team Charisma, and um, you need to know that his face was a picture when I pretended to be Ralph. It was the best thing in the world. All right, thanks again. Bye. Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. 
As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. 